paper and pulp giant Sapi Southern Africa was formed in 1936 while its Mpumalanga-based mill in Godwana came into operation 30 years later. The Vice President of Manufacturing, Research and Development and Engineering, Dr. Beverly Sugdio, is with us to share how Sapi contributes to Mpumalanga's economy. Now, uh, Dr. Beverly, how does the Mpumalanga-based mill, which would be the Godwana bill, um, fit in to the Sapi organization? Gondwana Mill is uh, one of five production facilities that we have in the country. Um, however, we have an additional operation, which is also Lamati Sawmill. So we've got two production facilities uh, in, in Pumalanga together with our forest. So if I look at it, um, you would, I would say that uh, SAPI employs about a third of their total uh, uh, employees. Uh, in the Mpumalanga region. Uh, you know, if I look at uh, Ingedwana Mall itself, yeah. uh, you'll find that it, uh, all our Mpumalanga operation, uh, we contribute to uh, about 6.2 billion rand to the local econ- economy, the Mpumalanga economy and the South African economy. Um, and we find that uh, we, pay, we pay employee uh, salaries of about 2.1 billion. Um, so significant contributor to Mpumalanga. Mm. And, you know, you talk about uh, the, the mill obviously having a third of the staff emanating from there, but how many people would you say directly and indirectly benefit uh, from working with the SAPI in the province? I know we have the Ngodwana mill, we also have the nursery, Lomati sawmill, and Sabi forest. Yes. So if we look at it, we probably have about 1,500 people uh, that we employ directly, and we have, um, you know, more than 4,000 contractors. Uh, And the contractors are largely on the forestry side. If you look at the dependency ratio and, you know, people argue whether it's four, whether it's seven, uh, you can just take that number and multiply it by the factor that you believe that dependency ratio is. So a very, very significant impact. Mm. And uh, part of SAPI's strategy is reportedly to support local SMMEs in its host communities, which is in line with government's uh, 2030 National Development Plan. Uh, could you share some insights on how these plans are achieved practically? Uh, so what we have within SAPI is we have a specific uh, team, uh, which we call ESD or Enterprise uh, Supplier Development. And their purpose is to look at business opportunities uh, for SMMEs within the community in which they operate. So uh, what they would typically do is they would work with um, the local community. They will identify opportunities between uh, procurement uh, operations, between the business and uh, those SMMEs, uh, to try and match skills. If the capacity doesn't exist, what we do is we actually then partner with government, uh, with third-party service providers to build that capacity. Mm. So each year we have a target in terms of how much we will spend on local SMEs, and that will that increases year on year. It actually forms part of management's objectives. So there's a high level of focus. It's uh, driven uh, from the highest level within our business. And always, uh, you know, uh, monitoring progress in that regard. Mm. 
Now, Dr. Beverly, um, what stance, or should I say, what's SAPI's stance when it comes to transformation? And how does the company ensure that actions make a meaningful difference in this regard? So if we look at uh, broad-based economic empowerment, uh, we believe that that's a business imperative. Mm. It is uh, a requirement for us to be able to build uh, sustainably. And you'll see that if you look at our BB, uh, triple BWE audit that is conducted by an independent party, um, uh, Empower Dex, you'll find that we are uh, classified as a level one contributor, mm. which means this is the highest level on the scorecard. It does not happen by accident. You know, there's a lot of direct intervention. There's a plan against it and be resources. So in terms of the diversity within our business, in terms of, our, uh, you know, our uh, preferential procurement strategy, uh, there's a whole number of things that we actually focus on and we deliver on. So that's how we get to the level one contribution. Uh, contribution. So if, uh, you know, and that's just the start, mm. we continue to do that um, on an ongoing basis, but um, really committed to it and are non-negotiable. And for those of you who've just tuned in, you are listening to Taking Care of Business on Rise FM as we chat to SAPI Southern Africa's Vice President of Manufacturing, Research and Development and Engineering, Dr. Beverly Sugdio, on the growth of the organization. Interesting fact that I read up recently about uh, the Ngodwana mill generating its own energy and exporting some of this uh, to the national grid, which is good news considering what we're currently going through. Uh, could you just tell us about this initiative? So uh, we are focused on using the whole tree. So we use a part of that for to make paper or pulp, uh, but we also use a part of that to generate energy. Mm. So more than 50% of the energy that Ingadwana uh, generates is green energy. They are um, self-sufficient with regard to electricity supply. And what about 5% of their total production is actually exported. So you're quite right. Uh, a lot of effort in terms of making sure that we can become uh, energy sufficient and being able to, to actually put some of that back into the grid. So there are, there's, there's no load shedding at the moment. No, no, <laughs> fortunately not. Fortunately not. And uh, just to wrap up our conversation, uh, in recent years, we've obviously seen this movement for organizations to go green. What strategies has SAPI put in place to reduce its carbon emissions in line with the world's decarbonization goals? So uh, SAPI is uh, only one of five companies in South Africa to have uh, their energy reduction targets approved by, you know, um, science-based targets. Uh, the organization that manages that, and uh, and it's global. Mm. So if we look at it, we've committed to reduce our carbon emissions, uh, that intensity by about 41, and just more than 41%, um, you know, over a period of time. And uh, we have actually have very detailed uh, decarb plans in place for each region, not just within South Africa, not just within Nkumalanga, but really throughout our global business. Mm. And it has to be resourced with, uh, you know, capital investment, uh, process efficiencies, and looking at how we can switch between uh, towards more renewable energy. So a very clear plan um, over a period of time 
uh, that allows uh, will allow us to get to this, these reduction levels. Dr. Beverly, thank you so much. Pleasure. And that was Sapi, Southern Africa's Vice President of Manufacturing, Research and Development and Engineering, Dr. Beverly Sugdio. It is taking care of business. You're listening to Rise FM.